Paige, are you ready for this beer? I'm not. <laughs> well, we're going to drink it anyway. No, I'm not. Um, this is uh, being recorded immediately after episode 17. Um, and I wanted to do this episode pretty early on uh, as a bonus episode because uh, I feel like it would be more relevant doing it early on. Um, this has some tie-in with uh, Black Friday, very little tie-in with Black Friday, um, but I'll talk about it. Um, but this is a really cool beer that uh, a brewery has been producing for 10 years now, and they release a new batch every year. And it, it only comes out around this time, and it doesn't last very long. A lot of people have been saving these beers, um, I saw some pictures on Reddit of people enjoying, like, the 2015 batch that they saved for, like, five years. Oh. Kind of like how we did uh, Bigfoot, um, that bonus episode, Bigfoot beer. How people, it's like a barley wine, so people, like, store it and save it, and then it ages and gets new flavors as it ages. So sure. people do that with this beer. Um and a lot of people just do it as uh, for collector's sake. Uh, people are selling really, really old uh, vintages of this beer for a lot of money, uh, mainly for collecting purpose. Um, and uh, I thought it'd be cool to do an episode about it, even though it doesn't really have too much tie-in with uh, the fear aspect. It is a really cool beer that I think we should talk about. Um, my coworkers uh, mentioned this beer to me. Um, I don't know how it came up in conversation, but one of my coworkers, Mike, he uh, was talking about this beer and how he got it with um, another one of my co- uh, coworkers uh, last year. Mm-hmm. How they got a few different uh, varieties of this beer because this brewery also makes different flavors and varieties of this beer as well. Um, I was only able to get the original one at uh, Benny's. I picked it up immediately after that shift. I was at work. We were talking about it. And uh, I left at 11 in the morning, went straight to Benny's, and they they surprisingly had a lot of it left over. Um, I asked the guy at the uh, checkout uh, what happened to the other ones and if they were busy that that day, because it was Black Friday when I went. Yeah. And they said they did a lottery, uh, like a raffle sort of deal for the other styles of the beer, Ah. which you can't buy anymore. Um, I guess they only make limited amounts of those other styles, and then they mass produce uh, this one. So you can get it at Benny's, you can get it at Jewel Osco, um, a bunch of different other stores. Uh, most stores that sell uh, beer, you should be able to find this at. Um, but it's really cool. I hadn't heard about it. Uh, I hadn't looked into it too much since since a few days ago. Um, but like I said, it's been around for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I remember them talking about it last year when they picked it up. So uh, the beer that we're going to talk about and try is uh, Goose Island's. Bourbon County brand stout. And this is um, rated higher. This is uh, so far going to be the highest rated beer that we've had on the show. Um, I mentioned that uh, Zombie Dust, uh, even though it was rated really high, you weren't a fan of it. Uh, you thought it was okay. It's by Three Floyds. It was an American Pale Ale with a IB, um, sorry, ABV of 6.20%. Mm-hmm. It did receive a score of 100 world wow. class. Um, Dang. Zombie Dust received a score of 100 world class. Oh, I thought you meant this new one. Um, oh. And it's ranked number 38 for Zombie mm-hmm. Dust. 
uh, average score of 4.62. So this beer, uh, Bourbon County Brand Stout by Goose Island, is also 100 world class. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a score of, uh, I just said that score, 100. It's ranked number 23. Oh, wow. Uh, so much higher than Zombie Dust. Still uh, not in the top 20, but um, definitely up there. Average score 4.66. Mm-hmm. It has thirteen over 13,000 reviews, so a lot of people review this beer because it's just been around for a while, sure. and they review it each year. Um, ABV of 14.7. So <laughs> this is also going to be the highest ABV. Okay, I won't be driving for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I bought one bottle okay, good. for us to share. Thank God. Um, and my coworker suggested we sip it. Okay. It's, you know, it's not... You, I refuse, Michael. <laughs> you don't want to just casually be drinking this beer. Oh, I'm gonna. It's, it's a very sippable uh, beer. But a lot of people review and ra- uh, rate it. We've I'm gotten, probably not going to like it. We've gotten a lot of reviews uh, for this, this year's um, version already. Uh, so I'll talk about the uh, brewery first, Goose Island Brewery. Uh, I've known this brewery. I think I, I mentioned it in a previous episode um, they make, they made root beer. I think they still make root beer. Uh, whenever someone said Goose Island, I would think of root beer when I was a kid. Uh, but the brewery has been around since 88. Um, I don't have any notes either. I didn't prepare at all for this. I'm just sort of, uh, doing, this on, doing this on the fly. Yeah. Like so, a goose. Like a goose. Um, I want to get that untitled goose game that's been around. It's been around for a couple of years now, I think. You're talking about the one, you can play it on your, on a Nintendo Switch where you just run yeah, around as you a just goose run around and cause goose. havoc. Yep. I want to get that game. Uh, but Goose Island is a brewery in Chicago, Illinois. It began as a single brew pub that opened in 88 in Lincoln Park, named after a nearby island. Uh, the larger production brewery opened in 95 and a second brew pub in Wrigleyville in 99. Their beers are distributed across the U.S. and the U.K. after a stake of the company was sold to Widmer's, uh, Widmer Brothers Brewery in 2006. And the brewery was able to expand it to different markets. In 2011, Goose Island was sold to Anheuser-Busch InBev, the same company that um, I think makes, uh, what is it? Is it Bud Light? Let me look this up. But it's one of the biggest uh, beers. I think, um, was it, uh, is either, I should have it pulled up here. Okay, so... The reason I recognized Anheuser-Busch was because uh, we have another bonus episode that we have not released yet um, that uh, is owned by Anheuser-Busch, AB InBev. Uh, But it's a huge, huge brewery. They have um, a bunch of different subsidiaries. Um, They obviously make, I think, Bush beer. But as far as Bud Light, I think they own Bud Light. I don't know. I didn't do the research on Anheuser-Busch. but they own they own a lot of different breweries and subsidiaries. So they were taken over. Goose Island was taken over by Anheuser-Busch in 2011. Greg Hall stepped down as brewmaster with the AB InBev purchase in 2011. Brett Porter was hired as the new brewmaster. So they make beer and soda. They have really good root beer. Goose Island root beer. I don't know if they're still making their soda, but um, really cool brewery. I didn't know they were that recent, 88. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... Again, around the 90s, they started becoming bigger. Uh, they were one of the bigger craft breweries here in Chicago. But I didn't know that about their history. So 
Uh, Bourbon County Brand Stout is something they've been making since 2010. They do have... Um, oh, sorry. Let me let me finish. Mm-hmm. So with Goose Island, uh, I'm going to read their mission values and stuff from their website. So why Goose Island exists? To yes. lead in the craft of brewing by creating award-winning beers that define classic and innovative styles to capture the hearts, imaginations, and palates of beer drinkers. What guides our decision-making? We are guided by our respect for the history and culture of beer, as well as our passion for and innovating in brewing. We wish to enrich the cultural landscape of Chicago and support the inspirational organizations within our communities. Furthermore, Goose Island champions sustainably uh, champions sustainability in our breweries and beyond, as well as actively celebrates and engages our employees where we want to be. In years to come, Goose Island will solidify our leadership in the craft brewing industry. This goal will be achieved through sharing our expertise in the brewing process, involving ourselves with professional brewing and trade organizations, and growing the craft beer community through consumer engagement and education. I dig it. Seems like a cool brewery. It is one of the bigger craft breweries that are around. Um, They've been making beer for a while, and uh, this one they've been making since 2010. I didn't know Goose Island made 312 either. This beer? Yeah. Um, that I actually knew. I don't think I've really drank anything mm-hmm. from Goose Island before. I, I ha- it must have been a while ago, but I feel like I've I had I had a beer by them before. Besides three one two, I've had three one two many times. It's very similar to uh, Blue Moon. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a lemony wheat beer. If I'm going for um, non-craft beers, I do like Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. So their Bourbon County line, they do have uh, many different styles here. Oh yeah, um, they do release different ones each year. Some some years they keep the same ones. Some years they try new ones. So um, the one that we're, we're going to be trying is the original. Okay. Um, I wasn't again able to get my hand on. How many on. flavors do they have? Uh, right now they have seven. Wow. Uh, so they have the original. They have uh, Goose Island Bourbon. County Brain Kentucky Fog Stout, Fog which Stout. Um, is supposed to combine elements of like London tea into the beer. Oh, I remember um, Jack was telling us about green tea beer and how I wanted to try yeah. a matcha beer. I guess like a similar take. Um, but yeah, they combine uh, some styles of uh, London, uh, like Earl Grey tea into the beer. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Uh, then there's Goose Island Bourbon uh, brand special number four stout. Ooh, fancy name. There's a uh, brand Caramella Ale. Is it supposed to be caramel flavored? I don't know. There's uh, Goose Island Proprietors brand stout, which is one that they uh, release every year. They just kind of change the variety. They keep the name. There's Goose Island Birthday Bourbon brand stout. Tastes like a birthday cake. Uh, that's what I thought at first, um, but it actually is um, all of these uh, Goose Island stouts. It's making me enter my age again. <laughs> we don't believe that you're 21. How old are you, young man? So the birthday uh, bourbon stout, um, the beer is aged in Old Forester brand uh, birthday bourbon barrels oh so old forester birthday bourbon is a a widely sought out uh rare um type of bourbon that i guess only gets released once a year on the founder's birthday oh that's cute i think it's like september 3rd or november whatever that's adorable um but he releases the new vintage every year of this bourbon it's limited edition 
it goes it sells for like five hundred dollars a bottle oh my so, god i went on Benny's yesterday because mm-hmm. i was like i just wanted to see what they had mm-hmm. i was like oh what, what do i want to drink and i was like i really want bourbon right now mm-hmm. and i was like what's their most expensive bourbon two thousand dollars what is it I honestly, I don't remember. Oh, I, I don't remember. I just yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't doubt it. Looking at the price tag, and yes. I was like, "Who is going to Benny's with the intention of spending two thousand dollars?" <laughs> it's uh, yeah, bourbon can get pricey. I I like uh, my Did bullet you? my bullet bourbon over there. I think it sells for about forty a bottle. But I really like fistful of bourbon right now. I don't think I've had that. It's pretty good. Hmm. So uh, all of these beers are aged in uh, bourbon uh, casks and. Um, barrels but uh, that one is special in that way and then they uh lastly they have their goose island anniversary bourbon county brand stout uh for 10 years of making bourbon county beer so we have the original one i'll read about it a little bit it is a stout okay um so yeah i don't know if you'll like it um it's a midnight black stout um so this beer uh description from their website the original bourbon barrel aged imperial stout our primary focus every year is to make this beer the best that it's ever been, with the best ingredients, which includes the finest of bourbon whiskey barrels. This year's Bourbon County Stout is aged in a mix of bourbon barrels from a variety of whiskey distilleries. Barrel aged for a year to develop the complexity that only time can provide. Bourbon County Stout boasts a unique blend of flavors such as fudge, vanilla, and caramel. Interesting. Topped off with a rich, complex mouthfeel. I'll show you my so, feel. The style is Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. The IBU is 60. Very, very dark. Color sure. is midnight black. It uses uh, Millennium Hops, and uh, their malts are two-row, black malt, caramel, chocolate, Munich 10, and roasted barley. Uh, talk a little bit about Imperial Stouts here. Um, in general, a stout is a dark, top-fermented beer with a number of variations, including dry stout, oatmeal stout, milk stout, and Imperial Stout. And I think we've had a um a stout on our show before let me look have we done a stout we have not had a stout we've had a porter yeah we've never done a stout uh stranger than fiction yeah our second episode was a porter which is similar but not quite the same I'm trying to remember how i felt about stranger than fiction um i think you didn't i think you may have been pleasantly surprised i think you actually enjoyed it I have to go back and listen. That but, doesn't sound right. Um, Imperial Stouts, also known as Russian Imperial Stout, is a strong, dark beer in the style that was brewed in the 18th century um, by Thrall's Anchor Brewery in London for export to the court of Catherine II of Russia. In 1781, the brewery changed hands and the beer became known as uh, Barclay Perkins Imperial Brown Stout. Uh, Recipe from 56 shows it has an original gravity of 1.107. Almost certainly over 10% ABV and over 10 pounds of hops to the barrel. Damn. Uh, in Canada, Imperial Stout was produced in Prince Albert, uh, first by Fritz, Fritz Sick and then by Molson following the 58 takeover. Um, again, I don't have any notes prepared. I'm just kind of reading. Imperial Stouts have a high alcohol content, usually over 9%, mm-hmm. and are among the darkest available beer styles. Uh, Samuel Smith's brewed a version for the export to the U.S. in the early 1980s, and today Imperial Stout is among the most popular beer styles with U.S. craft brewers. American interpretations of the style often include ingredients such as vanilla beans, chili powder, maple syrup, coffee, and marshmallows. Chili powder. Many are aged in bourbon barrels to add additional layers of flavor. The word Imperial is now commonly added to other beer styles to denote a stronger version, hence Imperial IPAs, Imperial Pilsners, etc. 
Um, it's all very dark, all very strong, very, very hoppy, malty. Um, I like stouts. I like porters. You are, like, we've been over this. Yeah. The level of pickiness that you have is so low compared mm-hmm. to me. But I'm very excited to try this beer just because it's very high rated. comes out once a year. It is a world-class beer, according to Beer Advocate, ranked number 23 out of all of their beers ever rated. Yeah, I do um, think that's crazy. And to put that into perspective, the lowest rated beer we've had is uh, 49,567. That was Famosa. Or Famosa. Uh, Purple Haze did get close to that with 48,000. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of beers out there, and that's still 40, 49,000. That's, I mean, it got a score of 59, which is awful, Famosa. Um, there's still uh, probably tens of thousands of other beers out there. So this falls within the top um, 250. So let's get it. Damn. Some wet-ass porpoise. I did have this sitting uh, in my bar, hiding from you. You said you bought one bottle. Oh, yeah. Uh, the second is for me to save. Okay, Probably good. Probably should have put that in the freezer. I was really worried that you expected me to drink all that. I was like, so, uh, I can't do it. Yeah, these are big bottles. Um, and uh, my coworker who told me about this actually also printed this out for me. Thanks, uh, to, Mike. To read. So, yeah, Mike's Mike's a cool guy. Um, this is the best Bourbon County beers of 2020. So, they actually, uh, one site actually ranked these. Um, the... The birthday bourbon county stout had the highest rating, average score of 5.9. Um, then second came the anniversary bourbon. Third became uh, third came the bourbon county Kentucky fog stout, which I was surprised. Um, it has uh, made with Earl Grey and black teas and clover honey. Hmm. Um, and then fourth was bourbon county special number four stout. Uh, then fifth was Bourbon County Stout, which is the one that we're going to drink. Uh, average score 3.6, which is the core of the Bourbon County lineup. Has always held in high regard and was, again, uh, this year. It finished a bit lower on many lists simply because this year's lineup was so strong, varied, and interesting. So since they had come out with a lot of different uh, styles of this, um, the Bourbon County Stout, the original one, ranked a little bit lower. Um, but it was higher than the Proprietor's Bourbon County Stout and the uh, uh, Caramella Ale. Uh, which got last place. There was a uh, coffee version. Um, there was a coffee brand stout one of the years prior, which looked uh, and sounded really good and actually got high ratings as well. Um, I think on on Beer Advocate, um, Bourbon County. Oh, uh, the vanilla brand stout got a score of 40, ranked number 40 of all time. Then they made a uh, Bourbon County Barley Wine Ale, which got a score of 97. So out of the top 250, uh, Goose Island's Bourbon County brand appears three times. Uh, 23, 40, and 97. So. Pop this sexy bitch open. Also, I accidentally put my vape down my shirt. Oh, no. It fell between my titties. That's what it sounds like. That looks like liquid tar. It looks like oil. Oh, it looks all thick. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, boy. I don't know how I feel about this. 
So we got both about a half glass each. They are a little bit, they seem like a little bit bigger bottles. Um, ooh. Immediately the smell. <laughs> your, <laughs> your face is hilarious. I approach things with trepidation uh, now. Um, the, uh, the smell is, you can smell whiskey. Oh, God, that is just pure alcohol. It smells, yep, nothing hiding here. Um, oh, the, my God. The bottle's really cool. Uh, it's got a cool label on the neck of the bottle. The original bourbon barrel aged stout. Zach, I'm scared to drink this. Um, 2020 version. Stout aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, it's pretty cool. I actually, I picked up, while I was at Benny's, I picked up a few bottles for my coworkers, too. Um, when I got there, I gave them a call. I was like, yo, they got a shit ton of beer here. So I picked up a few for people who wanted to try them. Yo, they got a shit ton of beer here. Yep. Intense aromas of charred oak, vanilla, caramel, and smoke. You can't see through it. No, it is 100% opaque. It's, okay, like any Harry Potter fans out there, liquid death. <laughs> That's what this looks like. The potion liquid death. It smells really good. It smells... I fear drinking this. It smells like kind of like chocolate fudge. It um, does not. It does. Get a better uh, whiff of it. It smells it like whiskey. It smells like chocolate. It smells like... Um, it smells like dark chocolates. Maybe that's why I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like me. Yep. Uh, the smell is amazing. I also am not a big fan of whiskey. And you can smell the bourbon. Oh, God. Yeah. And you can smell it. It burns definitely. my nose. Let's give it a go. I'm, you know I'm going baby steps and like yeah. when you go into the pool. Sip. No, I'm like sticking my tongue in and I'm no, going to no, be no. like... No, you need to you need to take a sip of it. Don't don't do that. Uh, reminding you, this is fourteen point six ABV. It's a lot. Let's try. I'm so scared. Whoa! What? Whoa! Woo! What is that? What in the world? <laughs> Did you take a drink? No, I pretended to because I'm too scared. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to do it. Immediately. Okay. Like, it warm, It warms you. No. It's, it's thick. No. It, it, it is very, it is viscous. Oh. Um, viscous is not the word to use to make me want to drink something. But immediately... Like the aftertaste is like caramel and a little bit of like toffee, uh, coffee-ish flavors. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. But whoa. I'm going to do this. Holy cow. But I need you to record me doing it because I want to see my face. <laughs> wow. That is unlike anything I've ever had in my life. Ooh, okay. <sighs> I got this. got this. Tell me I got this. You got this. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Very, very underwhelming. It's very pleasant. Wow. Like it hits your, it hits the back of your throat and it is like you said, it's pure sweet. It's just, yeah, it's very, it's very rich. It's very rich, very intense. It's like liquid fudge, essentially. It um, really is. And like when you're sipping it. I really, I don't know why, but like once it hits the back of your throat, you get more of the flavor. I don't know why. Well, up front, like the, you can, and you can feel in the nose too. 
uh, whiskey, mm-hmm. bourbon, definitely, definitely comes through very apparent. Oh, yeah. You can feel it on your tongue, too. Yeah. Like the bitterness of it. It's not, it's not like um, tangerine tornado yeah. or... Uh, Where you have to find the flavor. Or the pur- or purple haze yeah. or, you know, some of those other fruit beers that had fruit in them where you kind of kind of look for the flavor. Um, yeah, no, the, this is... It's there, you know. Wow. But it is strong. It is extremely strong. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a little afraid. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. Definitely a mean beer. I feel like I could drink it again, but then I'm also like, I'm not huge on heavy things, you know? Smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, and smoke comes through the nose too. Um, it's definitely not uh, an everyday sort of beer. No, definitely uh, it's not. Very a special, you know. It's yeah. Special occasion sort of deal, um, which makes sense why they release it once a year. Uh, they release it every every year on Black Friday, which mm-hmm. is the Black Friday tie-in. Um, and people just go nuts for this thing. You know, mm-hmm. people stand outside uh, liquor stores in lines trying to get the other flavors of this. I'm just very fortunate that I was able to get this. A bottle I, at all. I missed it last year. Um, I'm curious about the other flavors now. Because, like, you smell this and it's like, okay, there's alcohol, but that is just pure chocolate. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yep. Um yeah, apparently the other the other versions of this beer uh they are aged in, you know, they they change up their their bourbon and whiskey barrels every year. So <clears throat> it's it's going to taste considerably different, especially after it ages for years, especially after it's been sitting in the bottle for a while. So um I bought a I bought a bottle for us to share and I bought a bottle to store um just like I still have uh, a Bigfoot yeah. in, in my bar uh, chilling out. Um, I definitely could not have drank in a whole bottle of myself. No. No, 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 no. Not even for the fact of like the ABV being so high. Just because it's there's so much flavor to it. Yeah. It's just uh, it's too much. Like it's such a rich stout. Or just I guess beer. Just say it's a rich beer in general. It, it's It's a lot. It, uh, I think I said this already. It it just warms you, you know. It's just got this warming sort of. I'm not feeling, feeling. that. I don't know. It's just sort of it gives me shivers too. See, like if time. I drank whiskey or if I drank straight up bourbon, I would get the warming effect. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, it goes down. But like for this, it's just like mm, I don't get that. Hmm. I will say that my burp does taste like hot chocolate. Ooh. Interesting choice. I can see why it's ranked so high. Um, I can agree. Yeah. I think maybe maybe part of it might just be the uh, marketing and how hard aspect, it is to come by, and the fact that they release it once a year. Sure. Same thing. Why the McRib is so popular? That's a which, good point. by the way, is it out? Because I want one. I've never had one. You've never had a McRib. You did. You uh, you saw the Good Mythical Morning episode? Yeah. About the. <laughs> I never had a fish fillet either. What in the world? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Do you get the same exact thing every time you go to McDonald's? No, I get different things. 
I just, How have you not had a fish, uh, fish filet? That's what I get every time. I don't get McDonald's often. I haven't often, had a Big Mac either, and I've never tried a Whopper. <laughs> I'm blowing your mind today. Honestly, like what? It's like one thing after another. <laughs> oh my gosh. Big Macs are godly. I want one right now. Never <laughs> had them. Never had them. Might be going to McDonald's in a second here. Um, I can't drive. I don't. I will not be able to after I finish this. Yeah, no. Part of me is like super tempted to chug it, but I want to listen to Michael. <laughs> Don't do like that. Like my impulse control is like out to get me. No. Um, it's like chug it. You could do it. It's not that hard. It's like chugging wine. Yeah. I've done that too many times. No, this it's it's just very rich. Very, very, very rich and flavorful. I took a bigger sip. All in good ways. Just now? Yeah. So much chocolate. Yes. Overwhelmingly. I recommend it. That's good. <clears throat> yeah, intense. Yeah, charred oak, vanilla, caramel, smoke. Well, I think that unanimously we both agree that we like the beer. Well, I'm very surprised you ended up liking the beer. My palate's wild. Um, yeah, very, Ooh. very cool. Oh my god, I felt that burp in my nostrils. Mm. It burns. Yeah, the bourbon. Bourbon is strong with this one. Have I told you lately that I love you? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> because he made that joke and I always say, like, I love you when you make silly jokes. <laughs> um, just for funsies, uh, since we're on, we mentioned Black Friday. Yeah. Um. There is a website out there okay. you can go to called Black Friday Death Count. Oh my God, what? And uh, I think I, I found out this website from Michael Stevens of Vsauce, um, a very, very old episode. But since 2006, it has been tracking every single uh, death and injury mm-hmm. um, uh, that occurred on Black Friday. Surprisingly, Because of Black Friday? Uh, that occurred as a result of Black Friday okay. being a thing. Yes. So, now, surprisingly, there weren't any last year, 2019. Really? But I'm looking this year. Hmm. Um, there is one listing for 2020. It says one dead, one injured in Sacramento Black Friday mall shooting. Whoa. Now, I don't believe that was a result of Black Friday just violence, instigated violence. Yeah. That was just a mall shooting. That happened on Black Friday. That happened on Black Friday, unfortunately. Um, but there are other other headlines here. Um one, two, three, four, five that occurred in 2018. Yeah, give me something gruesome. Um, something gruesome to go with this dark, dark stout. It's seen here. some things. Oh, this one. Black Friday altercation in Kmart leaves man with a shattered hip. That's not gruesome. Um, San Antonio man helped a woman being beaten in a Walmart parking lot shot dead. Um, ooh, shopper opens fire, killing one over Walmart parking spot in Reno, Nevada. It would be Nevada. You say Nevada or Nevada? I say Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. Teen returning home from Black Friday shopping fell asleep at the wheel. Okay. Killed in wreck. There was someone that was trampled to death in 2008. Oh, wow. Shopper carrying TV home from Target shot in Las Vegas, 2013. 2011, an off-duty cop began reported, uh, reportedly pepper spraying people. Oh, God. 20 people. 
Girl Trampled in Black Friday Walmart Rush 2011. Southern California Toys R Us shooting leaves two dead. 2008. I always want pictures and I never get them. Black Friday Virginia man stabbed in Walmart parking lot over space. Eesh. 2013. Um, yeah, this is why I stay home. Yeah, I don't go. I've only been once. It was with my mom. I went, I did go a couple times. I went years ago, um, before my, uh, before seller ads was a thing. Mm, and I was, I, I went to buy microphones and stuff from a guitar center. So I went to a guitar center before I worked there on, on a Black Friday. I did, uh, do some online shopping on Black Friday years ago. Today, I didn't, or this year, I didn't really buy anything besides this beer. Uh, which wasn't even on sale. What was the point? Um, they were... Uh, oh, man. That's pure. Um, I think it was like twelve ninety nine or thirteen ninety nine for a bottle. And I bought five bottles. Um, they were selling cases for like $100. It's crazy. <clears throat> um, There's a video I really want to find from the dark web. Why is it on the dark web? Oh, because it's a man that was forced to eat his wife's organs. Oh, God. Why do you know about that? I don't know. Uh, we got a... The only issue we had uh, this year, Black Friday, uh, was at a GameStop. Uh, someone was complaining that uh, management told them not to stand in line uh, this year outside their store, GameStop. Um, they couldn't stand in line before 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. However... People had been standing in line for a while. And this guy, instead of standing in line, following the rules, had placed a chair uh-huh. in line to essentially save his spot. Oh, that's not how that works. And he called in and was upset that his chair was moved. Chair's not you, buddy. Um, I guess the line was pretty long at GameStop. Okay, well, chair's not you. Yeah, people, people trying to get these new game consoles this year. And uh, it's just not... Like, is it really worth it, that that money that you're saving? Is that really uh, as valuable as the time that you're spending? Because some people, like, camp out for, like, two days outside places. Sometimes longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, to get these, because they, they got to have it. They got to be the first ones to get it. You man, you're just talking about capitalism. That's just how America works. It's gross. Isn't it? I hate it. Um, also, these uh, scalpers who will buy, like, have, like hundreds of thousand dollars on their hand to buy out these consoles and then Ugh. sell them at inflated prices, yep. which is also messed up. And people buy them. You ever they, watch Blank Room Soup? Blank Room Soup? Yeah, Blank Room Soup. Oh, Black Room Soup. No, Blank Room Soup. What? What is... Why are you showing me this? What is that? What? what is, that's creepy. What is that? <laughs> I need to know what that is now. What is that? <laughs> that's... I'm going to have a nightmare page. I saw two seconds of that video. I need to know. <laughs> it was a guy eating soup in a small room with his eyes censored. Yeah. And a guy standing. What is that? What is that? <laughs> page, tell me right now. What is that? Stop it. That's scary. I'm scared now. <laughs> you didn't tell me what it is? I'm going to look it up. Fine. Look it up. You ain't going to get any answers. Blank room? Yeah, blank room soup. Seems like a creepypasta kind of thing. Anyways. Yep. Let's stop rambling at this point. Yeah, man. 
I need food. You want McDonald's? You want to try a fish fillet and a Big Mac? That's what I get every time. Are we supposed to say goodbye?